hello, and welcome to Things That Make You Go Woo. I'm your host, Emily Barnard, also known as Emily and Her Stars. I'm a medium, an astrologist, an Akashic Records reader, an artist, and an all-around just silly and curious gal. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the things and people I find fascinating, funny, and inspirational. Things that I hope will certainly make you go woo, too. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm excited to have you here today for the March energy forecast. It has certainly been an eventful February, to say the least. And before I dive into what's to come in March, I want to spend a little time doing some housekeeping bits. Um, A few exciting things coming along over here. The biggest news I think for me personally this month is that I have published and my new website is completely live and working. You can now find everything you need from Emily and Her Stars at www.emilyandherstars.com. There you are going to find all of the links to my offerings, some wonderful information I share about my history links to the podcasts and all the episodes. I've got a blog there where I am navigating and migrating some of my information from Instagram over to something that's maybe a little more reliable. I think we can all agree that as the algorithms have changed, not all of the posts that you hope people see are actually reaching them. So this is my hope in creating sort of a one-stop shop for everything that I am sharing. Of course, it's got a ways to go. I'm still working through what some of those new offerings are going to be. There's just some last editing pieces to come together with those. So as my books open up, I will be posting them here in the next few weeks. And I know I have a few of you on my waiting list, so I will be reaching out to you personally before any of those other things go out. So definitely go over, check it out. Let me know if I spelled everything correctly, all that fun stuff. And then that brings me to the next thing, which is we are offering, and this is Mariana from Star Aligned Alchemy. This is Laura from Aura Minerals, who was just on the last episode, and M.A. Dupree, She is the most amazing movement and alignment and embodiment coach, just a sweet intuitive soul. And the four of us have combined to offer a workshop that is really meant to help you embody and embrace your cosmic essence. And I know that sounds very woo, but it is in hopes of breaking down an astrology chart and the elements and breaking down human design into auras and minerals and all of these things that are just a little more tangible. And then we're going to have Mariana and MA available to help you integrate that into your body and into your consciousness and help you work through the triggers and all of the things that come up as we learn more and more about ourselves. So we were going to have a incredible three-hour workshop on March the 5th. And with the state of things in the world, we certainly as energy workers and healers have not uh, not been affected. (laughs) And 
our hope as we got closer to this was to reach more people. And I think the best way to do that right now is to change up that offering a little bit. We're going to do a free one hour mini retreat. You don't have to do anything other than sign up. We're going to send you the Zoom link. We're going to give you a PDF with all of the tidbits. And it's just a way for us all to take a moment and not only be, I think, as a group with each other, but to also help align to what really is going on in the sky right now, how it's deeply affecting us, and how we can work through it. So the link to sign up to that is in several places, but the easiest place to find it is on my website. Head over to the blog, and it's under the March newsletter. Now, if you're a March newsletter is already in your inbox. You will also have the link there. And I just encourage you to sign up as soon as you can. We've got 30 spots available and they're first come first serve. So the sooner you get in there, the sooner you can catch them. And then what's going to happen is we're moving our big three hour retreat workshop to April 2nd. That's just going to give everybody a minute to breathe and figure out what's going on with the with Ukraine and what's going on with Pisces season. And I'll get into that in a little bit. It's just a lot right now. So that's some exciting things. And then I also wanted to say that as of today, as I'm recording this, I have 2,223 downloads on this podcast. And I'm so grateful to all of you who listen all over the world. And I would like to ask a favor. If you could, could you leave me a rating or just a quick review wherever you listen to this? I think I only have 11 ratings on uh, Apple and iTunes right now. And I know there are so many more of you out there. And really the ratings, all they help do is for other people like you to find the podcast. And that's what I'm all about. I'm just here to share my voice and for it to go out to the people that most want to align and enjoy it. So any sharing and helping you can do with that is greatly appreciated. Okay, so let's talk about February for a minute. February's energy, of course, we got out of Venus retrograde, we got out of Mercury retrograde, and we had all of the planets finally moving forward at once. And it was, it was a little shaky, I have to say, I mean, the energy in the sky was all about go, right? Everything was, let's move forward, let's do this. And yet, I found so many of us caught in our thoughts and caught in our emotions, and maybe even, I would say, caught a little off guard by that. And right around the 16th or so is when I have even on my calendar notes here, I said things like, sidestep fear, step out of your comfort zone. And really, that all sort sort of hit home as Pisces season started on the 18th. And why I'm going to focus a little bit today on Pisces, I think it's a sometimes misunderstood sign in a lot of ways. I think people think everything about it is um, esoteric and spiritual and, and all of those things can be true. Yes, but Pisces is really about duality. And it's about understanding as above, so below. And that statement can be overused. 
But in this case, I think it's very appropriate because Pisces wants to escape the unconscious mind by staying busy. But in other times, it wants to avoid staying busy by escaping into the unconscious. And following Aquarius season, we were in a place of essentially being held back by the planets. They were asking us to go internal, which was a little foreign for Aquarius season because Aquarius asks us to share our information. It's really about community and getting those ideas out there so that we can be working together for the betterment of mankind. And as those planets forced us to go internal, when they again went forward, we were stuck in this position of diving into the internal as Pisces season hit. So it feels like in a lot of ways, we have been doing this internal deep dive, probably since Christmas. (laughs) And some of us are probably feeling a little fatigued. And while Our minds want to create this utopian version and we can imagine all of these amazing things that our world can be. We get stuck sometimes avoiding the breakdown of what has to happen in order to get there. It's not easy. It's not pretty. Shadow work and change and evolution, all of these things that the heavens are asking us to look at right now are uncomfortable. And so I just want to recognize that in everyone. The news is uncomfortable. The silence is uncomfortable. All of it. And give yourself a little grace in March. If you need to tune out, it's okay. If you find tuning in brings you comfort to know what's going on and to understand it, do whatever it takes. Just find those moments where you can sink into stillness from the inside and let that become what sustains you through your day. Another piece I want to touch on is the portal. Of course, so many people around the world were talking about 222 of 2022, right? It was all the rage. So many twos and it was on a Tuesday even. And I have to admit, I got a little wrapped up in the excitement and I was pretty sure something miraculous was going to happen that day. Maybe not to everyone, but I was manifesting it with all my might. And I instead found myself, like so many others that I've talked to, literally in bed in tears for a good 12 hours. I luckily had an appointment with my own personal therapist that day. Not that that quenched the tears at all, but it was not the day I anticipated it being. And so many times there are these catchphrases around numerology and amazing days of the year, right? 222, 111, uh, 333. There's literally, we could have a portal day every month. And I think sometimes we forget, and I completely did this myself, that we can create the portal on whatever every day we want to. We don't need permission. We don't need someone else's validation to say, this is it. This is the day. We can create that energy any day of the week, any day of the year, in any year. 
And even though the lessons that came through for me on 222 felt heavy and were not the bright, shining examples of what I wanted them to be, I do know that they are moving me in the direction that I need to go. So more than anything, I just want to give you a little permission slip to have felt kind of crappy for the last few weeks because so many people have. All right, before I delay any further, let's get talking about March and what is coming up. The really big planetary aspects that I want to touch on are the new moon in Pisces, and it's going to be conjunct, which is just the fancy word of strengthening. The moon is going to be in a strengthening position with Jupiter on March 2nd, and it's going to be hopefully a lucky energy. It's going to Again, I hope feel pretty Pisces and the moon and Jupiter are all very at home together. So it should be kind of a loving and great opportunity to tap into your intuition. On March 7th, we have Mars and Venus both moving into Aquarius at the same time. And this is going to bring our focus around our action and our motivation as well as our love and desires aligned to this place of wanting to work on joining with one another. Aquarius, again, is that humanitarian energy, but it it seeks a better version of ourselves than we already are and is interested in sharing the ideas and insights behind that to make it happen. Now, keep in mind, these planets are coming out of the sign of Capricorn, which has been all about structure and keeping things moving forward and just keeping your nose to the grindstone a little bit. So this can feel like a breath of fresh air. On March 9th, we have Mercury moving into Pisces. And this is going to kind of slow us down in some ways as our communication and mindset is going to remain in the energy of Pisces, even as the sun later this month will move into the fire sign. This can create a little bit of mental fog. So Pay attention to that later in the month when it feels like you kind of want to get caught in your daydreams, but you're feeling the energy and the steam to move forward. You just don't know which direction. We have a full moon in Virgo on the 18th. And full moon in Virgo is very conscious about helping us to find that fine line between reality and daydreams. So again, this energy is going to come up over and over again throughout the month. On March 20th, we have Aries season beginning. And this is that initial spark, right? This is spring. It's the equinox. And this is the point at which we kind of feel like we're ready to come out of our winter cocoons. We We've spent so much time in our minds and in our hearts and in coming up with ideas that we hope will fulfill us, that now Aries is bringing that spark of initiation of, what if I did this? How many other people have thought of this? Can I really make this idea happen? It's a wonderful spring energy. Moving a little further through the month, we have Mercury moving into Aries. Now that's going to happen on the 27th. And this is again, when our communication and mindset will also catch up to that fiery Aries energy. And this is where things can get a little spicy sometimes. Our collective minds at this point are just going to move a lot more quickly, and it's going to feel easier to get excited about new ideas and new passions. But the problem with that can be that those quick moving passions and tempers 
can also flare. So just watch that as all of this energy moves into Aries later in the month. We round out everything with a new moon on the 31st in Aries. And when we have two new moons in a year, it's called a black moon. And this one is going to be in Aries. So again, more of that passion and enthusiasm. I find a lot of times, that, and I'll cover this when we go into the April astrology next month, that as we move into that quick, fast-paced Aries energy, that a lot of times children and animals and all things can just feel a little more, more agitated. Now, why do I bring this up? Well, this is going to lead me into a little bit of a deep dive here for the last part of our March energy report. Right now, we have the planet of Saturn in the sign of Aquarius. It's been there uh, since about March of 2020. And Saturn takes approximately 29 and a half years to do a full orbit all the way around the Earth. And it takes that long to go through every zodiac sign. So it hasn't been in this placement since April of 1993. And during that time, 1991, 1992, and 1993, we are starting to see so many similarities in what is currently happening that I couldn't resist bringing it up. In fact, in January of 1991, just a little less than two weeks prior to Saturn entering Aquarius, we had Saddam Hussein in Kuwait refusing to leave. And the United States for the first time was obligated to strike. Later in 1991, the Soviet Union took its first steps to dissolve. In 1992, we had Category 5 Hurricane Andrew, the signing of the North American Free Trade Agreement, and the U.S. was attacked in Somalia. In 1993, we had the domestic attack at Waco, we signed the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty with Russia in hopes of avoiding a nuclear war in the future. And we also launched the Mars Observer. Now, these similarities to me are a little too uncanny in so many ways. And this is exactly what happens during a Saturn return in any zodiac sign. Not that it brings destruction, but that it brings a shakeup. And in Aquarius, it makes us look at how we react with one another on a global scale. We want to envision an ideal future. Unfortunately, we sometimes aren't all on the same page about what that ideal future looks like. Certainly for Putin, it looks much different than it does for a lot of people in the Ukraine. And while this may sound like a history lesson, to me what it shows us is that we've survived this energy before. We can do it again. Aquarius dreams of that ideal future, but the future cannot happen without the breakdown of the present status quo. When I pulled my energy card for the month, I pulled the dolphin spirit card and the card states that this and that are both true. It's the duality of life, the reminder that the light can exist alongside the darkness. As we move into March, the energy around us can feel heavy, but we're moving from the depths of our watery emotions into that spark of fire 
that can ignite passions, it can ignite new ideas, and it can take us in brave new directions. Because without that spark of fire, we may never forge a new trail. As you move through the month of March, remember to evolve through your fears, to slow down and evaluate and come up with possibly changing your mind. Adjust your expectations, verbalize your visions, exercise your patience, and dream of new possibilities. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you soon. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Things That Make You Go Woo. You can help me out by leaving a positive rating and a review wherever you downloaded this episode. Be sure and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Emily and Her Stars. You can also reach out via email anytime, Emily and Her Stars at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Things That Make You Go Woo.